everybody. Welcome back to the Midnight Terrors podcast. And we're going to do real quick introductions so we can talk about one of the greatest fucking horror comedies of the year of last year at this point and just of all time already. Uh, my name's Kevin. I'm with Jason, but he's going to say Diamond and Bucky. And now that that's out of the way, Jason, let's talk some fucking Studio 666. It's Diamond and Bucky, and it's the Midnight Terrors podcast. Yeah, buddy. And uh, <laughs> yes, Jason. Let's, let's please, yes. please talk Studio 666. So, Jason, um, right off the bat here, I have to ask, has there ever been a movie in your lifetime that has been more catered to you? Uh, probably not. <laughs> like, fucking... <laughs> that's, actually, that's actually one of the best questions that you've ever asked me. Um, <laughs> is... No, I, I don't think that there has ever been i mean so um for anyone that doesn't know studio 666 or hasn't watched it um basically uh it is a horror movie written produced starring uh the foo fighters um david Grohl, and just uh yeah so it's it's a wonderful time i am a huge huge dave Grohl fan um well because- foo, Fighter, foo fighters fan in general you love the foo fighters well, Dave Grohl in general, because I yeah. mean, I'm 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 an old man, and I grew up with Nirvana. Um, <laughs> but this is combining like three off the top of my head, like three things that you love. This is like the Foo Fighters were thrown into a movie that combines Ghostbusters and Evil Dead. Yes, absolutely. Um, and um, a fun little other side note, um, also starring um, one of my favorite comedians, uh, Miss Whitney, Whitney Cummings, yep. um, uh, who is the next door neighbor in the movie. And she's <laughs> she's fantastic. She's great. All right, um, guys. So let's let's get this out of the way. So Studio 666, the reason that we picked this movie uh, is because this to us is one of the most underrated, underappreciated horror films to come out of 2022. We are in 2023 now, but as we're recording this, this is uh, right at the end of 2022. And uh, this one I saw back in theaters in March when it came out. It was only me and my mom in this theater. And fucking no one saw this movie for the longest time jason you didn't get to see it in theaters but i was calling you and texting you immediately to tell you how fucking good this movie was i I didn't and i didn't see it in the theater and i knew about it and i was really excited about it um because again these are like it is the most hundred percent up my alley thing that ever happened um and uh, I didn't watch it until October of this year. Um, but when I watched it, it, it was fucking, uh, it was so fucking good. Yeah, so uh, Studio 666, fantastic. yes, so Studio 666 is starring the Foo Fighters as themselves. And uh, they owe their manager uh, a new record. And uh, Dave Grohl says it's their 10th album. And uh, they need to be inspired, so they need to go write in uh, in a, a very specific type of location. And their manager sends them to a fucking haunted house that has a, a gruesome history of the previous people, like one of them losing his shit, another band member 
that lost his shit and killed a bunch of people in the house. Well, yeah. So, so, so basically, like, um, there's you're right, um, but there's uh, there is a band that has recorded in this house before, and they recorded there um, just so they could stay there and sleep there, which which has been done quite a few times by different bands. Um, <clears throat> Um, Motley Crue's done it. Uh, uh, Slipknot did it. Slipknot, Kiss. Like, there's been a bunch of people that basically, like, they just rent out a home and, you know, they set up a studio there and, and you know, they record. Um, just so that they can just be comfortable and just, like, kind of hang out. And when they feel like recording, they can record. Um, so, um, so that's the, the gist is that basically the Foo Fighters go there. Um, to record their new album, and at at the beginning of the movie, uh, you see that there is a band that has recorded there before, and they meet a very violent end. One of their uh, is it is it their lead singer Kevin? I can't remember. Um, yeah, their their vocalist and main songwriter uh, went yeah. went nuts uh, because Trips of out, a, ends uh, up. yeah because there's a a song that is basically a a gateway to hell uh, that lets a demon in that if you write, if you work on the song, it basically drive you, drives you nuts and you are driven to complete this like 47 minute song to, uh, to Which is the greatest thing ever. Yes. And uh, so this guy, he was, he was a rock star. He was writing this song and uh, way back in the day, he was so driven mad by it. He was into the dark arts and, uh, you know, believe that the devil basically would make rock and roll relevant again based on what the manager said. And uh, so he lost his mind yeah. and became possessed and killed his other bandmates. And we got uh, our girl Jenna Ortega in here who has had a fucking massive year in 2022. I mean, she has starred in X and Scream this one she has a role in. She was Wednesday Adams on the Netflix series. I mean, just killing it in the horror genre. Yeah. So I was happy to see her as well. Um, and yeah, th- this movie's fucking brutal, by the way. It is. Um, it's <laughs> you wouldn't um, expect as much um, from it, or or kind of at first glance you wouldn't expect it to be as brutal as it is but it no nope, but she gets is. her fucking head smashed in by the possessed singer yep and it's like good lord uh so, so yeah uh, so so before we before we dive into this plot before we dive into this plot let's I was just gonna say we we kind of skipped ahead a little bit but go ahead we did but let's let's just get this out of the way now this movie's fucking amazing. Like, this is up there for me with... I said horror movie, but it's a horror comedy. Uh, right. This is up there Absolutely. with Evil Dead and fucking Tucker and Dale versus Evil as one of the best horror comedies I've ever seen. Yeah, first thing that came to mind was uh, Tucker and Dale. Yeah, uh, so... It's, it's very in that exact same vein. Um, it, it, you know, it's, it's just... It, it's stupid to be stupid and they know what they're doing and they're doing it on purpose and it's hilarious and it's gory and, um, and yeah, it's based on a and, story written by Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters yeah. play themselves. And it's, there's a bunch of jokes about the music, uh, industry. Yeah. If you're a Foo Fighters fan, even mildly, um, 
you know, it's great. Yeah. So Which, uh, I don't, I don't understand why you would be a mild Foo Fighters fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, this, this, uh, this movie's fucking great and we're about to spoil the shit out of it. If you have not seen this, go rent it or purchase it and go watch it because this is absolutely worth your watch. Yeah, watch it and do something else, then come back to the podcast. Well, we want you to listen, but <laughs> we're yeah. going to ruin the shit out don't of it. Don't <laughs> listen to us, people. No, no, no. Don't, don't listen to us. No, just no, no, no. Don't let, us spo- don't let us spoil the movie for you. This yeah, movie's yeah. fucking great, and it's one of the best movies to come out of 2022. So underrated. I am convinced that years from now, this movie will have a cult following. Oh, I'm sure, man. Um it it was uh so I, I went on this binge um i haven't really talked about it on the podcast but um i got really physically ill and wasn't able to work and was kind of kind of bedridden like not completely but um i just couldn't do a whole lot and uh that was kind of like back in october and so uh it was just uh one of these days where <laughs> like i couldn't move and I was like, you know what? It's October. I'm just going to watch a bunch of horror movies. Let me find, you know, some stuff that I haven't seen yet. Um, and this this popped across the screen. And I was like, oh, yes, I'm definitely watching this. And I, I knew about it before. Um, well, because I, would, I wouldn't shut the fuck up about how good it was. <laughs> right. And, and yeah, like I said, like I knew about it before, but just didn't. Um, I don't know why I didn't jump on it. I I think because it uh, wasn't really popping up on any of the streaming services or whatever um, at first. But um, but yeah, so I I just went on this horror movie binge, and this is one of the ones that I got to. And oh, yeah, um, it's, it's so good. It's amazing, and it is so fucking funny as well. And uh, like I said, it's it's got it's basically a love letter to uh, Evil Dead and Tucker and Dale versus Evil, and um, you know, like all those like drag me, oh, to, drag, me so to, many, drag me to yeah. hell. It's a very Sam Raimi movie. Yeah, there there's so many references to other um, horror, either horror movies or you know horror comedies. Um, that it's like, it's insane. Like the whole movie is just, like you said, like it's, it's like a love letter, um, to all of those type of movies. Um, and they went went above and beyond with this. Like Dave Grohl even wrote and released a fucking, uh, like metal soundtrack, like an album to, uh, under the band name, uh, that's in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. When they're talking about the the guy that got possessed, he actually wrote just like a full on metal album, and it's fucking yep. amazing. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, I we're gonna dive into this plot from here on out, but like this movie is a gem. Yeah. So so the movie the movie starts out. Uh, the Foo Fighters are um, looking to record their next record, um, and. Uh, in very funny style, their their record label is telling them that they they have to do. Well, Dave Grohl says, you know, we want to do something different, and the record label is kind of like fighting them on it. Um, Which, but uh, do you remember who that actor is that plays their manager? Because um, I know him from a bunch of stuff, and I don't know who he is. I know. Hang on, I'll look it up right now. 
Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's hysterical when he's talking about getting <laughs> when he's talking about trying to get records from bands, and he's talking about how he gets a a pile of shit instead. Yeah. It's like he's like I've still got a pile of shit instead of a record. Well, and it, like the cool thing about this movie, like even even if you're not like really a Foo Fighters fan necessarily, like if you just like music in general, um, oh, it's uh, it's Jeff Garland. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Um, there are some great cameos in here that we will talk about, but. He's really yeah. fun. He's really funny in this as their manager. Yeah, and and again, like I, especially like the funny thing is, um, so kind of a little bit about my background. My my brother was a um, an, an artist manager and worked with a lot of musicians, and so I've. I've hung out in a lot of studios and listened to people record and stuff like that. Um, so the funny thing is that it, like, if you kind of know that, um, <laughs> that side of the of, music industry, if you kind of know that, or like you've ever listened to someone record or just kind of know that side of the industry, like all of the stuff that they're talking about is fucking hilarious. Like, I yeah. mean, it's, it's, it's funny anyway, um, the way that they present it, but like if if you've been there or you've seen that side of it, which I have, like <laughs> listening to them, um, especially uh, uh, them talking about, oh, it's got to be this, uh, it's got to be this new record, and it's got to be different, and it's got to be this, and it's got to be the next big thing. <laughs> yeah, and the um, their their artist manager or whatever, their A and R guy is like, he's like. You know, you're gonna fuck this up. <laughs> and yeah. They're like, no, we're gonna we're gonna do something different. And it's it's so funny because there's, there's so many of these uh, artists and everything, which uh, Foo Fighters are not one of them. Um, but people that are like, okay, we got to do something completely different on this album, um, and they do something completely different, and it doesn't work out for them. But yeah, so um, so Dave Grohl. Uh, and the Foo Fighters say, we need a place to be inspired by. So their manager ends up getting them this haunted house that we talked about. And yeah. as like, it's been funny jokes at the start of the movie, just talking about like, you know, the, the manager being like, I still get a pile of shit and what I need is records. Like it's so oh, over yeah. the, it's so yeah. over the top, but it's so funny. And then of course it ends with Jason, next time I see you, I'm going to give you a Pearl Jam high five. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, because that's their thing that they do. They're like, "Let's yeah, go, Pearl yeah. Jam, high five, Pearl Jam, high five, yeah." <laughs> and uh, so they have their meeting, and there's like five minutes in, they get to this house, and from then on out, this movie is just nonstop insanity. And right out of the gate, when Dave Grohl is sitting around being like, "I got like," because the manager's been like, "Where's my fucking record?" and he's like, "It's it's all right here. It's in there." And it's in there. It's in my brain. He's pointing at his <laughs> brain, brain and he points at like uh Taylor and um and Pat and he's like, It's in his brain, it's in his brain. And they get to uh Rami, the keyboardist, and he's like, No, maybe not so much in there, but it's in everyone else's. Yes, and it's um it's hilarious. So so they get to so they 
get to this house where they're going to record. Um, and and it goes straight into one of the best moments of the movie that was in the trailer. Dave Grohl's like, I got I got the next big song ideas. And he starts like, let me play, let me play these riffs for you. And he plays one riff and Pat just stares at him and goes, so all my life? <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, no, 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 no. I got one more. I got one more. I got one more. And then he starts playing another one. And then Taylor Everlong. goes, that's a great song. And uh, it's called Everlong. You wrote it about 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and it was a hit. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's a great um, song. <laughs> well, no, the, the other the other funny thing, too, is um, uh, when they when they <laughs> when they get to the house where they're going to record, um Grohl is obsessed with the drum sounds. Um, <laughs> yeah, and he's with got a great a drum technician with a great so, uh, cameo from uh, Carrie King from Slayer. Yep, yep. Um, so he's sitting there and he's like, he's like hitting the drums and he's like, "Do you hear that, man? Like this sounds so good." <laughs> um, but then uh, the drum tech, the drum tech uh, has to keep moving his drum around. He's like, he's like, no, I'm hearing it here, but I'm not really hearing it there. And he keeps moving it. Um, and just so that Grohl can get the perfect sound that he wants. And then when he locks um, and, it in place, every time they hit it and he's trying to show the band members how good the drum sound is, it cuts to violent <laughs> scenes from the murders. Right. And, and well, and so, yeah, that's the whole point. That's like the whole point of like them recording there and everybody or the previous band recording there, because apparently the acoustics were so amazing <laughs> that they had to record there, um, which is which is hilarious. Um, yeah, dude. And uh, there's another funny exchange where it's either in the meeting or right when they get to I think it's in the meeting before they go to the house. Uh, they were talking about Dave Grohl's uh, skills, and uh, oh, it's when they're being shown the house by the realtor, and the realtor's like, "Does anybody like we got a nice kitchen here? Does anybody know how to cook?" And Dave Grohl's like, "Well, I'm kind of a whiz on the grill." And one of the band members goes, "Yeah, if you like your meat like charred, burnt, yeah. and lifeless," and, yeah. <laughs> and Dave Grohl turns around silently yeah. and mouths "fuck you" at him. Yeah, there's um, and and that's one of the things that um that works and that I like about this movie is that they've, they've obviously been together for so long. I mean, the Foo Fighters been around for like 20 years. Yeah. And and their, and and their chemistry on screen in this movie is fantastic. Yeah. I I mean, the guys have been together for so long and, you know, even if you just watch, you know, them playing live or any interviews with them, especially um, Dave Grohl and Taylor Hawkins. Um, yes. You know, they just, they just, they love each other and they're just like, they're just kind of like this big family. Yeah. Um, this movie, so, this movie does make me a little sad because of, of Taylor. Cause he passed not yeah. long after it came out. Rest in peace, Taylor Hawkins. What a, what a fucking amazing drummer. Amazing, fucking an amazing drummer. human being as well too. Like, dude was <laughs> yeah. dude was so funny and so like energetic and positive. Like, God bless you, brother. Well, and it, it's uh, just going off on a tangent because we always do. Yeah, um, man, bring it on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've I've seen Foo Fighters quite a few times, um, and uh, is, you know, seen just videos of them live. And uh, I honestly think that uh, uh, Dave Grohl is one of the best drummers on the planet. 
Um, yeah, he's but, a he's an all around like class act when it comes to just being a part of the music scene, and he's also just one of the greatest songwriters and performers in the history of music. Right, but like like one of the coolest things that a man like is, um, he would always at least take like one song or um, you know a few minutes out of the show, and he would always be like, you know what, I have like the greatest drummer on the planet, you know, talking about Taylor Hawkins. Um, and then he would let Taylor come up and sing a song while he played the drums. Yep, I saw that video from earlier yeah. this year where he uh, uh, yeah. Taylor sang "Somebody to Love" by Queen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like he he really appreciated Taylor, um, and they had like a good relationship. Um, and and he had a great relationship with the whole band, which is why this movie works so well. Yeah, um, is because it's it's really they're playing these blown out versions of themselves. Like so, it's it's like over the top, but they're they're really playing themselves, but just like exaggerated. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah. so they get into all these shenanigans at the house. They agree to record there, and that's when you're. Your girl shows up, the next door neighbor played by that comedian. Cummings, yeah. <laughs> and uh, holy shit, I remember being in the theater. Thank God there was no one else in the theater but me and my mom. Because when she fucking does her impression of Dave Grohl singing Best of You to, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to be like, if you need a backup singer, she's like, I've got another confession to make. I, Jason, I was like howling with laughter in the theater. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was crying, laughing my ass off because not just because of the impression, but because of the looks Dave Grohl keeps giving her. Yeah, it just, <laughs> it, she's funny um, with, you know, like imitating him or, or trying to sing the song. Um, and then uh, their reactions to it are really funny. Um, <laughs> but my favorite part about her is that she's constantly trying to hook up with every single one of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I'm going to jump ahead, but there's a line I never caught. But whenever Dave does finally get possessed, because the whole premise of the movie is that Dave is the the centerpiece of it all. And he's getting possessed by the, the demon to finish writing this song to basically basically bring the devil into the world. Yeah, so let's wait, wait, wait. All right, all right. Well, no, no, so no, no. hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we, okay. we're gonna, we're gonna go in order. But I have to get this line out before I say it, or before I forget. And it's when Dave is possessed, and they're trying to figure out how to get the demon out of him. And the neighbor is still alive, and she goes, "Well, I could always get down on all fours and suck it out the old-fashioned way." Yeah. <laughs> and then Ramy, she does like a blowjob of like motion, and then motion, yeah, and then yeah, Ramy yeah. comes and goes, no, 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 that's a terrible idea, terrible idea, because <laughs> he's been trying to hook up with her the whole movie. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, now we'll go back into so, order, yeah, but I yeah, had to so, get that line out before yeah, I forgot so about up, it. So, so, <laughs> so basically, they're in the house, they're recording, um, and then they get like called down into like the basement like uh one of the other band members is is hearing voices that are telling them to come down in the basement they go down in the basement uh, um, it's, yeah it's, and, it's dave finding the the raccoon pinned to the wall right 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 so so girl goes down there <laughs> um and then his reaction when he runs into the spider webs at the bottom of the staircase like he's got yeah. this stern look on his face and then all of a sudden <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and he's so overacting, running into a spider web that it made me fucking lose my mind. Oh, shit. It's funny, man. Sorry, everybody, if that was really loud, but that's what he does. 
Um, but so, so basically he gets down there and he's, he's looking around in the basement and, um, the, the main point is that he, he finds this, um, recording that the previous band who had all been slaughtered, um, trying to record there, um, they had started a song and Grohl is struggling to figure out a new song. Like he's struggling to, you know, get like a really good riff going on or, or figure out a new song for the new album. Um, but so he finds this tape and he plays it and it's, it's awesome. It's like this heavy metal kind of, um, yeah, it's almost like heavy hair metal, like anthrax style music. Yeah. Yeah. It's like heavy metal riff and, and he likes it. And so he, he starts with that riff and he's convinced that he's going to finish this song. Um, well, his band members are baffled for a while because he's like, we're going to write a song with no ending. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he, he keeps, so they, they hear the riff and they're like, yeah, that's cool. Um, and, you know, I think this is going to be our next song. Um, but he won't let it end. <laughs> yeah, so they end up making like a like a forty seven minute song. Yeah, they're like, dude, is this really going to be like forty seven minutes? And he's like, yeah, man. Like, what's the problem? Um, I, love, I love when Pat's like, you know, we could just stop recording and the song would be done. <laughs> um. So. Yes, it's that's really funny. So there's a lot of really funny. Uh, stuff in there again just with like artists recording and you know people writing songs and stuff like that and, and kind of and Jason, that behind the scenes stuff yeah and Jason we skipped over one of the greatest moments of this entire movie and it's when it's before Dave Grohl finds the the recording of the song and he's sitting at the piano, singing along to a Lionel Richie song. And Lionel Richie shows up and says, that's my yeah. fucking song. Yeah. He's like, I like that song. I actually love that song. Get your own fucking song. Yeah. And Dave is just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, there's there's so many good, like, just little things in there. Like, uh just like that and like so so dave continues to like just make this a song as long as he can or you know says he can't finish it or he doesn't know how to finish it and um the band the bandmates are getting frustrated with him yep um and then uh they kind of figure out that uh it's uh basically it's uh i guess the best way to describe it is it's it's like a it's like a spell or yeah it's like a it's like a like a hymn that'll bring about the the demons yeah, yeah that'll that'll raise demons it's like um, uh jason did you ever see that movie deathgasm um Deathgasm? I don't think so. It's a very similar movie where these two metalheads in like Australia start like a black oh, metal. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see Deathgasm. Yeah, they start like a black yeah, metal yeah, band yeah, and yeah. the the death hymn or whatever it's called like brings about the apocalypse. 
yes, when you said the name initially, um, I didn't remember, but yes, I did. Yeah, I so that, one that's time. yeah, that's, um, but that's yes, another good I, one. So it's it's very similar to that. Yeah, it's uh, and uh, Death Gasm is uh, very um, uh, horror comedy, uh, very Shaun of the Dead, very Evil kind of Dead as well. Yeah, Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so so Dave Grohl's making them write this song, and they all the band soon finds out that uh, that the song is going to bring about the end of the world, uh, or right. bring basically bring a bunch of demons in it. Very very Ghostbusters. Well, um, and, and and Grohl, it, it kind of at this point or like a, a little bit in, he's he's pretty much possessed. <laughs> so. <laughs> He starts eating people. <laughs> yeah, he starts. He shoves one of the band members' heads into the grill and yeah, <laughs> and ends I up eating it. that. There's one point where they're like looking, they're looking out the window at Grohl, and he's just sitting by the grill. Um, which he mentions, like you said earlier in the movie, he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm good on the grill." Um, and he's basically cooked a person on the grill and he's like eating them and they're for some reason, just letting him do it. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So there's been a couple death scenes. My other favorite bit in here is when the fucking delivery guy keeps showing up at his doorstep and wants to give him his uh, demo tape. Yes. <laughs> the extra ranch, man. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I asked for extra ranch. <laughs> yeah, so the, and then the, the guy's like you know i'm actually in a band and he, i can't remember what he says i think he says something like he he lists another another sauce <laughs> and he's like whispering real eerily closing the door being like something like i'll just use the barbecue <laughs> <laughs> and then the best part is when he finds the dead uh delivery boy and they're like the one of the band members is like what's up with all this ranch <laughs> and Dave yes, Grohl just very seriously looks in the camera and goes, "You can never have too much ranch." Yeah. Well, so, that's uh, yeah. So at the like, you know, basically at the beginning of the movie, they're ordering food all the time, and and Grohl, when he orders it, he says like, you know, we need extra ranch. And when the delivery guy comes, he does not bring the extra ranch. Yeah, and I cannot um, remember what sauce specifically that he that he says i'll use that instead but it's something like that yeah but he um <laughs> but when the delivery guy comes back for the second time he does bring the extra ranch and then he gets killed <laughs> and then he gets killed and then when shit's going down they're like looking around the house and they see all the extra ranch just sitting outside <laughs> of the house. Yeah, and he uh, the, so he's be, the people are being killed by these like specters, like these shadow creatures that are like right. walking around the property. And the first time we see one, it comes into Dave's uh, bedroom, <laughs> and Dave just rolls over real calmly, goes, "No, Taylor, sleep in your own bed." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I for yeah, I forgot about that too. There's some really funny shit. Um I love that Pat uh, sleeps on the island at the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. It's like this is the only place that was available to sleep and it's got snacks. Yeah, and there's snacks here. <laughs> and um, then Dave just goes, hmm. Um <laughs> So I wanna I wanna touch on uh something that you brought up when they reveal that Dave is possessed. 
Uh, so uh-huh. there's a there. I wrote down this exact moment because I was like damn near pissing myself laughing. And the band members, Pat and one of the other guys, figure out that Dave is possessed, right? And they find there's basically like just like the Necronomicon. There's a book. Uh, that has it says like the sacrifice feeds the book yeah um and they read it and it goes signs of demonic possession and it goes loss of proper digestion and then dave it it cuts to dave playing guitar and like projectile vomiting and dave looks back at the camera and goes no more oatmeal beer bongs for davy (laughs) (laughs) and then they're like uh, levitation and being able to move things and they're trying to cuts to them in the studio they're trying to learn a note and Dave's just floating in the background going it's L sharp but yeah the, no no so that's um, <laughs> okay finish up your thought first well so the the part that made me laugh my ass off out loud was the last sign that they get to was incessant masturbation <laughs> and uh it cuts to dave or it cuts to pat standing outside the bathroom and you hear this like like a squishy sound coming from the bathroom and the quote that pat says goes dave what are you doing in there it sounds like you're playing patty cake with a soft chicken dumpling Oh God! <laughs> and then the best part is after that, it cuts back and they go incessant masturbation. And then Pat go or one of the band members goes, "Didn't he already do that?" And he goes, <laughs> "Does that disqualify him? This possession stuff is so complicated." <laughs> that was easily the funniest part. But the it looks like you're it sounds like you're playing patty cake with a soft chicken dumpling. Yeah, oh my God! Yeah. I lost my shit. Yeah. That's really good. Um, anyway, go back to your thought. Damn, now I forgot it. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that line out. Oh, oh no, 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 no. no um, what I was going to say, um, I love that. Uh, so Dave basically makes up his own chord. So it's it's the L sharp. Is that what he calls it? L yeah, sharp. L, L sharp. Yep. Which is not a chord. <laughs> like <at all. laughs> they're like, what happened to? I forget the chords off the top of my head, but they're like, what happened to G, A, C, D? And he's like, E, F, G, well, yeah, I don't give a fuck about those. <laughs> well, and the best part, again, if if you are a music fan, you know that like G, C, D, <clears throat> like A, E minor, like those are all your power chords yep. that like, you know, make up like every fucking song. Yeah, and, um, I, and I love that again when they're like, what about uh, the these you know, G A D C and Dave's like E F G. I don't give a fuck about G A C D. But he keeps saying, he keeps saying the whole time is it's a fucking L sharp. Yeah. <laughs> it's an L. It's an L sharp. And they're like, dude, we don't know how to play that. Like, it's not even a chord. He's like, it's a fucking L sharp. <laughs> 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 there's uh there's another insult in there where i think it's when uh one of the band members storms out because they're frustrated with dave and they don't want to work on the song anymore and they leave their guitar plugged in and they drop it on the gr- like slam it on the ground and it makes a big ringing noise and they go yeah. to unplug it and in the distance you hear one of the band members go dick sandwich <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 
oh shit and then dave's like i'm gonna go kill this motherfucker and that's when he kills him by putting his face on the grave and or on the grill and uh then eating his head yeah dude there's so much like clever shit in there like I just they, I never notice it in the background. We're focused on Dave, and then you just hear in the background Dick Sandwich. Dick Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and you know oh, what? You, you know what I love about this movie too is like I feel like that it's a culmination of uh, just because the guys have been together for so long. I feel like it's culmination of this, them just being on the road together. Yep. And you know, when you're together that long, you have these little like inside jokes or like you kind of, you know, they just kind of have these little things that they joke about or whatever. And I feel like they just took, all of that and just put it into the script. Yeah, like, their I friendship mean, because, for almost 30 years, they just put it in a movie? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, because, I mean, I can tell you from... Um, sorry, hang on. No, it's okay. <clears throat> no, I can tell you just like, like from hanging out with some of my friends that have you know toured together for years and years and years they have like <laughs> these little like inside jokes and just shit that they talk about that they think is funny yeah um and well, between uh dave and and rami there's a another funny moment where dave's getting frustrated and rami's like have you tried meditation <laughs> and then dave goes mm, fuck meditation in the ass <laughs> yeah yeah dude their their camaraderie throughout this whole movie is hysterical yeah so there was it just kind of like speaking on that that kind of um uh kind of like inside joke with touring people um i had some friends that had toured together for a long time and they're they're kind of groupies or um, kind of creepy people that would attach to them on tour and like follow them around everywhere. They call them mutants. Okay. Um, and then um, some people ca- kind of caught on to the fact that they were calling them mutants. And oh, so then, oh, <laughs> <laughs> they, so then they started calling them les mutantes. To make okay. it sound French. <laughs> <laughs> Les mutantes. Um, that's, that's funny. So, um, they actually, um, they would actually, like, in their, uh, in their letters sometimes, because they did these, like, kind of intimate shows that actually had, like, uh, brochures or just kind of, like, show, I don't know what you want to call them, um, show outlines as as far as like what was going to go on and when intermission was and stuff like that um and <laughs> um in the thank yous they they had less mutantes <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah and if you weren't like in on the joke like you know nobody knew but so like i it was kind of funny. I feel like a lot of the jokes that they make or, you know, just kind of like that stuff, like with them being a band for so long, I, th- I think it's like just a bunch of that kind of 
stupid shit that they just on the road would you know toss about and yeah and uh i also love uh also talking about being in a in a band there's one thing i caught uh when when dave's possessed and killing all the foo fighters off and they're trying to like pat and one other guy are trying to escape and um they're like trying to jump start a van and they can't do it, so the one guy's like, "We got to do it the old school way." And they try to like hot hot wire it, and my mind just went right. to, "Well, they when they were starting out, most every band tours in a van, so they probably had yep. to learn how to hot wire a van to be able to keep touring." Hundred <laughs> percent. And uh, you know, by this point, when Dave gets possessed, like he fucking kills like all the Foo Fighters. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, um, poor, and, and- poor Taylor gets us. Like they complete the song because the last thing that needed to be done was tracking the drums. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Because he keeps going on and on with Taylor about and, the drum track. Yeah. So Taylor gets scared and finally completes the song, and then he's like, "There, you fin- I finished the song." And Dave's like, "Yes, you did." And possess, and he chucks a symbol at Taylor's head, and his head gets sliced in half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he goes on like Pat and one other dude are trying to hotwire the van. Pat's under the van and the. <laughs> Head gets rolled over. Yeah, because the one dude, like a wire shot out of the steering wheel and hit him in the eye, and he goes, no, and then gets run over. <laughs> yep. That made me laugh harder than it should have. Well, well, we're neglecting, too, um, the uh, Whitney Cummings oh, and, and Rami's uh, death. Yeah, getting sawed in half while from having, underneath while, the bed. While having sex. Yes, they're banging, and uh, <laughs> chainsaw comes out from underneath the bed and saws them in half. Dude, um, but I love when uh, Rami's wearing that really like skimpy man thong thing. Uh-huh. So, his, so his junk is just like a bulge on the screen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he's laying in bed, and Dave comes and goes, "Are those mine?" He's like, "Yeah, I borrowed them." <laughs> <laughs> There's so many good things like that. Just like um, it's just like literally just, though the way he says, "Yeah, I borrowed them." <laughs> just like you said earlier, like when he wakes up and he's like, "Go away, Taylor." <laughs> yeah, no, Taylor, go sleep in your own bed. <laughs> yeah, like that shit's so good. Yeah. I can just like I can just see like Hawkins like trying to like crawl, crawl into, into bed his, with Dave, crawl into his bunk like on the <laughs> fucking tour bus or whatever. Like it's just. And that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's just so funny. I think they took, and and, and I'm sure there was probably a, a point where Dave was sleeping and Hawkins tried to crawl into his bunk on dude, the tour bus. Yeah, dude, these these lines. I don't know how they kept a straight face with some of the shit that they say. Well, and dude, it, you know the cool thing about it, and the the reason that I was that really like excited to watch it is you know again like just seeing interviews with hawkins and uh you know Grohl and everything i mean those guys just look like they're just having the time of their fucking lives man yeah, and and more importantly or like <laughs> and i just quoted a song without even meaning to <laughs> <laughs> that's funny and then, well then on top of that too like you hear him talk about the movie and it just seems like a real passion project like you know, this movie went so under people's radar that probably mostly only their fans knew about it. I didn't know about it. I heard about it from another podcast uh, interviewing the director. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I went and saw it not really expecting much. And then I was just like, holy shit, this is 
amazing. We just don't yeah. get the perfect blend of horror comedy that much anymore. You know, and and we well, and, and we and, and we touched on Krampus last week. Um, yeah, with some comedic elements in there, but definitely more in the family friendly friendly uh, Christmas vein of things. This sure. is like Tucker and Dale, Evil Dead. Uh, yeah. Dave, Dave Grohl's performance in this movie actually really reminds me of uh, of Ash with uh, Bruce Campbell. Yeah, very. Yeah, very like Evil. <laughs> Evil Dead style, like um. Well, because we all and, love we all love Ash and Evil Dead because a lot of the times when shit's going down, he's got this like what the fuck look that he gives the camera. Of course, yeah. And Dave Grohl does a lot of that in here. Yeah, yep. And it's uh, it, you know, you it, the whole thing that surprised me is because it's the band playing themselves and doing this horror movie. Like you would not expect it to be as good as it is. Yeah, exactly. But, it, but it's fucking fantastic. It's amazing, yeah, like, dude. It's, Easily it's so good. like top five movies that came out last year. This is one of them. Yeah. And I mean, the only other thing that I could uh, like, I can kind of <laughs> think of that's like in, in that same vein, like, have you ever seen This Is The End um, with, like, Seth Rogen and... Um, no, see, I get... I got, the Apocalypse? No, so I got This Is The <laughs> End mixed up with At World's End, the one that has, like, Simon Pegg and his buddy yeah, in it, and it's which, them doing the pub crawl. Which is great. Yeah, yeah that movie's yeah, funny, but great. no, I've never seen This Is The End. No, this is the end. Is funny because it's uh, it's it's all these actors. It's uh, you know Michael Sarah, um, <laughs> Seth Rogen, um, uh, you know, and and they're all themselves, mm-hmm. but playing like these blown out versions of themselves, like <laughs> just these over the top versions of themselves. Uh, like Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill's really funny. Like they they play him out to be like super homosexual, and he's got like, <laughs> and he's got uh, he's got like these uh little dogs. He's got like four like cockapoos or something <laughs> crazy, and he's just talking about his dogs the whole time, and just, <laughs> and and Michael Sarah's like this huge cokehead, um, yep. and just like they just play a uh, James Franco. I mean, everybody's in it, and they just play these like kind of like over the top versions of themselves, yep. or or oh kind of what kind of like what people might think of them, and they just go 10 steps further with it yeah and you actually um, you actually just reminded me of another funny line which is when uh whitney cummings comes over to the foo fighters house and gives uh gives them like the lemon cakes oh, or whatever she's, yeah she's giving them yeah like the cookies or the lemon <laughs> yeah, cake yeah. yeah and uh she's like i put a little extra special something in there and rami's like is that is that cocaine is that cocaine it's, it's not powdered sugar it's cocaine <laughs> no he literally like like literally slurs his words and goes, "Is that cocaine?" <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's very yeah. much like what people think a rock star is. It's very much a parody of the music scene because at the very yes. end we find out that the manager, um, as well as the realtor, set up the Foo Fighters to be the ones to get to, to be su- there, yeah, to summon the devil 
through Dave Grohl so that the devil make will make rock and roll relevant again. <laughs> right. And um, so all the Foo Fighters are dead. And I love that the I forgot about the ending. I love that the big ending, the dark ending, so to speak, is that Dave is possessed and he goes solo. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> because all the Foo Fighters they, are dead. They, they do <clears throat> they do allude to that, I think, at the beginning where they're um which happens with a lot of bands where like, you know, the the producer or whatever is like, uh, oh, you're the star. You don't need the rest of these guys. They're holding you back. Yeah, like, and that's the dark uh, that's the dark ending of the movie, is it Dave has right. to go solo? <laughs> right. Well, and you know, the the one thing that I was really surprised about um is uh with this movie uh Dave Grohl um, and all the food providers are huge, huge fans of uh, Tenacious D. Um, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And uh, Dave Grohl <clears throat> plays the devil in, <laughs> yes. um, in their Tenacious D videos. Um, well, and he, I was... he played uh, the devil in uh, in Tenacious D, the pick of destiny. Well, yeah, and well, they did a music video for um, uh, the greatest song in the world. Yep, um, and he was the devil in there, and then he was also the devil in um, their Tenacious D show on HBO, and then yeah, and then Pick a Destiny, he was the devil as well. So, like seeing this horror movie um, <laughs> and their love of Tenacious D, and especially having. Um, you know, demons and and devils involved and whatever. Like, I was like, "Where's where's the D?" <laughs> so there's a there's a um. What's the so I know Jack Black's in Tenacious D, but I always forget the other guy's name. What's the other band member's name? Kyle. Kyle. That's right. Kyle Gas. Kyle Gas. Yes. So you, <laughs> Tenacious D, Pick of Destiny. Uh, I hated it when I first saw it because I didn't get the comedy of it, and now as an, Dude, as an adult, amazing. now I realize how stupid I was, and it's a fucking amazing movie and one of my favorites, oh, yeah. especially because yeah. I fucking love Jack Black and Tenacious D all around. But there's well, a, you gotta there, you gotta learn to do cock pushups. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a part in uh, so I love Tenacious D and The Pick of Destiny. Now it's one of my favorite movies, but it's um, great. there's a part at the end of. Uh, Tenacious D pick of destiny when they're battling with the uh with the devil uh-huh. and uh, and or Dave Grohl and uh Kyle's yeah. like let's just we can't win against that that was epic we got to back down and then uh Jack Black's like god damn it cage you got to or you got to isn't that what he said cage is what he calls him yeah he calls him rage cage or yeah, cage he's, he's like yeah. god damn it cage we got to pull it together and then he starts singing he goes he gonna make you his sex slave. You gonna goggle you mayonnaise? mayonnaise. And, yep. he go, and he goes, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that's one of my favorite. And I love the yeah, visual. Man. I love the visual of Dave Grohl as a devil, like pretending to air fuck Kyle Gas. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that, as soon as you brought that up, that that whole like he gonna make you his sex slave. You gonna goggle, <laughs> gonna mayonnaise. goggle mayonnaise? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Great uh, double. Uh, that would even, be an awesome double feature with uh, with <laughs> Studio Six Six Six. He even says um because uh, they're they're uh, doing the the terms of the battle. 
Yep. And and he says, <laughs> and he's like, the devil's like, and if I lose, and he's like, yeah, you can take Kyle, and he'll be your little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I just love Kyle's like the reason I love that singing part is because I love Kyle's little <laughs> like he doesn't say it after you're gonna be a sex slave, but as soon as he says you're gonna gargle mayonnaise, he goes no, no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, and you, you know where you know uh, Kyle from as well, right? No, what? Elf. Who is he? An elf? Um, the he's one of the like the writers. Um, for Holy the book, shit. you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's Kyle. It's the one that's like, uh, okay, how about a tribe of asparagus children? But they're subconscious about the way their peat smells. Peat smells. Yep, that's Kyle. <laughs> yep. What is he saying? Peat or pee? Pee. Because because <laughs> <laughs> when you when you eat asparagus, your pee kind of smells. Okay. <laughs> and then he looks like it's like a genius idea too. Yeah, he's like. And then what? later on, they find the notebook. It's Miles Finch's notebook. It's uh, yeah. And his best idea is about a peach that lives on a farm. What's more vulnerable than a peach? Than a peach. <laughs> yep. Oh, that is dear. Kyle. I did not, that is hilarious, dude. Yep. So, yeah, long story short, we got on a super tangent there. but We did. Studio, but, uh, Studio 666, man, what a fucking great movie. Great time. It is great. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's. Uh, I would I would put it right next to Tucker and Dale. Um, it's just funny. It's uh, it's gory, uh, and just if if you like that kind of stuff and just want to laugh, or you know, even if you're not a music fan or a, a Foo Fighters fan or whatever. Um, it's still great, but if you kind of, if you kind of know music and yeah, there's extra jokes. It's actually very smart writing. It's not just like yeah. stupid childish humor. Exactly. There's cause there's a, there's a lot of stuff in there when they're just talking about how to record and, um, you know, what notes to play and how harmonies work and yep. like all that kind of stuff that, if you know music very well, like it's very funny. Um, but even, L, even if L, you don't, L sharp, what key yeah, is that L in? Sharp. It's in the key of L sharp. It's an L sharp. <laughs> you made a new music note. Hey, Sonic, Sonic, get away from there. Sorry, dogs trying to dig into the Christmas. But yeah, presents. it's 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 great, man. I mean, it, anyone anyone that wants to watch it, like if you're a horror fan or whatever. Um, or just, you know, you like horror comedy. It's, it's, it's a great movie to watch, but you know, if you, if you have any kind of musical background or, or you like the Foo Fighters or know them, know their history and everything, um, you know, it just adds an extra layer to it. Yep. Uh, and, and it's great. Um, you know, like we said earlier, um, <clears throat> probably one of my favorite scenes is when, when Grohl is uh, going like, oh, I got this new song, and he keeps playing his old songs. And they're like, no, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 what I was talking about earlier. That's such a funny yeah, scene. Yeah. So, so good. Uh, yeah, man, Studio 666, what a masterpiece this is. And uh, if you have not seen it and for some reason you still listen to us, spoil it, go watch it. 
it's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a fun time. Um, it's just one of those movies that's uh, it's just fun to watch. It's Absolutely. it's really good. And uh, so again, we we did this episode, this movie pick because it is definitely our most uh, underrated movie we think for 2022 absolutely uh, so yeah studio 666 for the win but uh Jason... yeah they they did a great job and i mean if if you watch any horror movie from 2022 yeah. <laughs> that should be the one yep. so <laughs> it's great uh, so jason welcome to 2023 at this point by the time this comes out uh yeah we're in 2023 now yeah, and we are six months into Midnight Terrors, and holy shit, we have so much more on the horizon for the show. Six months? Damn it. Six months, man. We started this 4th of July weekend. And I believe this episode, when it comes out, this will be episode number 27. Well, good for us. <laughs> yeah, right? So, uh, but... <laughs> So next, well, and 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 the cool thing is, um, with with our first six months and and going into the new year, we've we've made some friends along the way. We and have made some friends. Reviewed that's to, pretty cool. Yeah, we Marcus and Luke from Reviewed to Death, Harley and Tyler from Scream the Fan Favorite, uh, always Mister J, always love that guy. Yeah, um, and uh, you know, I've been talking to a bunch of people on Instagram, um. And yeah, so 2023, man, is going to be a fucking huge year uh, yeah, for so Midnight we'll, Terrors. So. Yeah, we'll put uh, 2022 away, which has been a great year. It has. Um, and uh, looking forward to 2023 and um, looking forward to doing some kind of new shit, like trying to trying to see if we can get some live podcasts in, get some more, um, yeah, dude, get that some more is, guests or that some... Is, that is looking more and more likely us doing some live podcast events in 2023. So, uh, yeah. And loving all of our guests, but, uh, maybe trying to get, uh, some, a little bit more high profile guests. Yeah. Maybe if that's the way you want to say it. Yeah. Maybe we'll see what happens, but, um, more than anything, first, uh, first and foremost, happy new year from midnight terrors, myself and Jason to you all. And, uh, just fucking, Thank you for uh, Bucky, Bucky and Diamond. And yes, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for <laughs> supporting us uh, in the first six months of Midnight Terrors. And, uh, you know, this this podcast was just, just something that we started doing for fun. And I never imagined meeting the friends that we have and and uh, getting, you know, opportunities coming our way, such as the ones we've gotten. So. Um, and again, we just we get to celebrate our love for uh, our love for horror on this show every week, which is always uh, always important to both of us. And uh, my, you know, just to put this out there, maybe it'll happen in 2023. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But my dream for the show now is uh, not only to to do a live event, Jason, but for us to make it to a convention together and to be like a vendor at a con one day. Yeah, Absolutely. And, you know, to get out there and meet meet people and, you know, push the show yeah. as much as we can. So uh, we'll see what happens in 2023. But uh, Happy New Year, everybody, from Midnight Terrors to you all. And uh, be sure to tune back in 
for our episode next week on January 8th because a few of you followers on our Instagram voted for our next movie, which is Smile. Yeah, it's going to be a good one, man. Yeah, and uh, so we're excited about that, and we've got, you know, we want to talk some horror video games, some horror music, definitely a lot more movies, some more, uh, you know, fun games on the show. And you know, you know, I want a horror video game episode. So oh, it's coming, but I think we're gonna have to. It's coming, but I think we're gonna have to bring in some help for that one. Yeah, we'll we'll get some help, and we might even have to divide it up because uh, uh, it'll probably take too long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, it'll be a two-parter episode. But uh, <laughs> yeah. and then we'll also, uh, you know, maybe we'll do more polls on our social media, um, and we'll have uh, we'll let. Uh, people that follow the show vote for what we should talk about yeah absolutely and uh jason i've also been kicking around the idea i feel like we should start like a like a facebook group or something for midnight terrors where we can let people join in so that we can talk to them more sure man because you know like i'm i'm the one on the instagram so it's mostly just it's just me on there not mostly just me it's just me talking to people on there but i'd love to get a facebook group where people can come and interact with both of us and share horror stuff with us and just talk to us, you know? Yeah, it'd be great. So maybe we should get a Facebook group going for Midnight Terrors. Let us know let us know what you think about that, everybody. And um but that's all we got, Jason. You got any closing thoughts on Studio Six 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 before we uh close this out? No, I th- I think I got it in, you know, just funny, great it, you know, it, it it's a it's a great time either way you look at it. But again, um, music fans, uh, you know, horror fans, uh, Foo Fighters fans, uh, like it's it's just great all around. So, amen to that, know. brother. Pearl Jam, high five. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, everybody. Well, thank you for tuning in. Tune back in to next week's episode on Smile. And uh, get in touch with us, Midnight Terrors Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and shoot us shoot us an email at midnightterrorspodcast at gmail.com. And uh, thank you very much for listening. Happy New Year. We will see you all next week. Peace. Happy New Year's from the Midnight Terrors. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.